Good morning. It's May 22nd. It's a sunny morning in New York, tinged still by the smoke blown in from faraway Canadian wildfires. This is your Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. Ireland's Data Protection Commission fined Facebook $1.3 billion, or 1.2 billion euros, this morning for violating the European Union's General Data Protection Regulation Law. The New York Times reports that regulators said the company failed to comply with the 2020 decision by the EU's highest court that data shipped across the Atlantic was not sufficiently protected from American spy agencies. The Times also reports that Meta, as Facebook is still somehow calling itself, despite running away from its metaverse project as fast as its little lack of legs can carry it, made about 10% of its worldwide ad revenue from ads delivered to Facebook users in EU countries, and that its revenue, and that the company's overall revenue last year was nearly $117 billion. So $1.2 billion is about 10% of about 10%, or about 1%. Subway strangler Daniel Penny, facing second-degree manslaughter charges for killing Jordan Neely on the F train, talked to the New York Post over the weekend, reportedly saying, I'm deeply saddened by the loss of life, and it's tragic what happened to him. Yeah, what happened to him was you held him in a chokehold until he died, and then kept on holding it. Asked if he would take action again if he were in a similar situation, the Post writes, Penny nodded. You know, I live an authentic and genuine life, Penny said, and I would, if there was a threatened danger in the present. Ellipses. The Post, which has shown at least a modest commitment to playing both sides of the story, then took that to Christopher Neely, Jordan Neely's uncle, who said, he needs to be prosecuted or he'll do it again which seems like a pretty straightforward reading of Penny's own comments. I want this to go to trial, Christopher said. He has too much confidence in himself and has to be taught what he did was wrong. Again, a perfectly reasonable take on the situation, and it's genuinely nice to see a Murdoch paper making room for it. Medical residents, more than 150 of them, according to the Times, went out on strike today at Elmhurst Hospital in Queens, the city's first doctor strike since 1990. The residents, who work from Mount Sinai, say they're getting paid about 10% less than residents who are doing the exact same job in Manhattan. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott is planning to announce his candidacy for the Republican presidential nomination today. The Times front page presents this as, Scott will test black progress within GOP. Really on the fence as to whether to read that as tautological or just false. He has $22 million in his war chest, apparently. But in the polls is running very, very far behind, the racist frontrunner, Donald Trump, and the respectable fallback option, anti-civil rights crusader, Ron DeSantis. And last night in Miami, the eighth-seeded Miami Heat continued their playoff rampage by humiliating the Boston Celtics 128-102 to in a game that was nowhere near that close to take a 3-0 series lead over a team that went into the season and the playoffs and this Eastern Conference final series mistakenly believing it was a good basketball team. With basically the entire fourth quarter given over to garbage time, the Miami fans were chanting for a 42-year-old Udonis Haslam to come in off the end of the bench and play. But the Heat seemed to be saving Haslam in his final season for some even better moment that may lie ahead of them. That's the news. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe to Indignity to keep us going. And we will talk again tomorrow.